0: Alright, this is Milan Milan. Guys, I have done some research and I'm super excited. Okay, so, okay, okay, I'm so excited. So before we start, (laughs) let's pray and I'll continue. Okay, so let's just bow our heads. Lord, thank you. I thank you so much. You're so faithful. You're so good. You're so true. You provide. You know. I didn't know this before. So I just I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for how you answered me. I thank you for using me. I ask that you continue to use me as a vessel. And let it be your words and not mine. That you speak directly to all who are listening, Lord. And all who will listen at future times. Jesus, I just thank you. You are so faithful. You are so true. You are so amazing. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, people, when I tell you, I was like, okay. So we're doing this series, right? On the book of Revelation. And then I was like, oh podcast what am I gonna talk about what am I gonna talk about what do you want me to say so I had been wanting to say well you know I was talking to God I want it to be similar right of what I'm already doing with the book of Revelation like I didn't want to go completely like left field and you know unless God was like listen we're going to take a different direction so I was praying and I was talking to him and I've been waiting on him and then I promise you I did not know this information that I'm about to tell you so I was researching and I was like oh my god you were so amazing like it really just brings tears to my eyes guys when God uh, reveals truth and I'm just like didn't nobody do this but God and you know how I know? So I didn't say this aloud, right? Sometimes when I pray to God, I say it in my head. I'm just, like, talking to God, like, in my head. Like, not aloud, basically, is what I'm saying. I'm not audible, okay, when I'm saying it, when I say my prayers at times. Or sometimes when I talk to God, I'm not audible. So nobody's, like, listening to me and saying obviously can't get in your head. So the fact that I know that's number one, is how I know it's God. Number two, I feel it. I feel it in my spirit. And it's just just like... He shows me things that I had no knowledge of before. And it's like, okay, Satan wouldn't lead me to the truth. This is Jesus. And I'm so excited. Okay, so this is what I did not know before the study. I knew about Revelation. And like I said, I've been reading this book and everything. But it's always like... The Bible is just not a one-time read. It's not a two, three-time read. It's an everyday of your life, okay, until he comes and get us. um, Or you leave this earth, right? Um, And you know what I mean. I'm trying to say it in a nice way. You leave this earth. Either way, go. It's something we should do every day. And so I have, and I've been reading, and, you know, I just... You ever read, like, a book, Right? And you're like, I didn't catch that. Or you watch a movie like, I didn't know that before, What? that's how I was like with the Bible. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I've been reading Revelation and I'm like studying and it's great. And I've read, I've definitely read all the gospels. I've read the entire Bible multiple times. However, I still miss this. Now, as you read, the more you read, the more you talk to God, the more you grow. And I feel like... I'm growing, and it's so exciting. Okay, so in Matthew, I'm quit being silly, in Matthew 24, God said this twice, and this is why I feel like it's so amazing. He literally led me to this. So in Matthew 24, it speaks about... Um, the seven seals now that's what I didn't know it was prophecy of the seven seals people okay so before we go into that Matthew 24 I always like to read the bible um like before and after so I can understand like the full context of it like I don't want to just like read a verse and be like oh yeah I got it because more times you don't got it right you have to read what's before what you're trying to understand that verse right and then even afterwards so In chapters of Matthew 21 through 23, Jesus had been teaching in the temple and he was debating with the Pharisees, the Herodians, and the Sadducees. And um, Jesus and his disciples, they left the temple grounds, Matthew 24, 1. Now, just a quick background. I don't want to get deep into it right now. But basically, these people he was talking to, they all disagreed with Jesus. I feel like they were threatened by our Lord and Savior. Um... And they wasn't really trying to be on board. So like the Pharisees, for example, they were like a religious group of people. I mean, the Sadducees was as well. But it's like he literally called them hypocrites. OK. And so um, if you look at Matthew 23, 27. And actually, let me just go to the verse because I want to read you exactly what it says. So go ahead. Get your Bible. Go to Matthew 23, 27, he literally said, all right, he said, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs with indeed, which indeed appear beautifully outward, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanliness. So he told them, like, Jesus was not going to be, like, missing his words like he told you okay and so right there that let me know that enemy of my savior he called you a hypocrite you a whole hypocrite so yeah I'm already against you um so at this point this is what he was doing he was speaking to them and he told them that they were hypocrites and he was um basically giving a prophecy of the um seven seals So if you go to, let's see, Revelation 6-2, right? And I'm going to go ahead and try to get through this um, as I was going through it. So it's Revelation 6-2. All right. And so in 6-2, right, this is the first seal. So first, let's go back. I'm sorry, 6-1. 6-1 says, now I saw the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a loud, I'm sorry, with a voice like thunder, come and see. So then 6-2 says, and I looked and behold a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. Now, that is compared with Matthew 24-5. So then you got to go to Matthew 24 5 and it says for many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will deceive many so the white horse it looks all great right it looks all wonderful and it's pure and you think it's pure. But what he's actually saying in Matthew 24:5 is many will come in my name saying I am the Christ and will deceive many. So it's a trick is what he's basically telling you. Do not be deceived. Do not be fooled by by the things and and you know events that they're saying, right? This is a trick. So then going back to Revelation 6:4 because we're going to go into the second seal It says and another horse fiery red went out and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth that people should kill one another and there was given to him a great sword so compare that to Matthew 24 7 it says for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be famines pestilences and earthquakes in various places. So then we go to the third seal, which is um, Revelation I'm sorry, Revelation six, six, and that says, and I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart for a wheat of wheat for Daenerys, um, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and wine. So let's go back again with Matthew 24-7 where it's talking about how it's going to be famine. What they're basically saying is like a whole day's wage is basically what you have. Like what like a whole day's wage is what it basically will cost for you to eat. It's like people will be struggling. It's going to be real hard. Um, food will be scarce on earth. It's just, it won't be good, um, obviously, to be around during this time. And this is... Um, not something that the church will go through. Um, again, this is the seals are already been broken. The, the rapture, um, has already occurred. And yes, I do believe in pre-rapture and I can talk about that towards the end of the podcast. Well, at the end of the podcast, it's when I just want to get through this part, but yes, this is after the rapture of the church. This is already the third seal that we're on. Alright, so just going into the fourth seal, if you look in Revelation 6, 6, 4. I'm sorry, we did that. Revelation, okay, so this is the fourth seal. Revelation 6, 8. Alright, so it says, So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name that sat on it was Death. And Hades followed him, and power was given to him over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beast of the earth. Now, we wanna go back and go to Matthew 24, eight. It says, all of these are the beginnings of sorrow. And even in Matthew 24, seven, I'm sorry, um, just kind of piggyback what it says is the same. Where it talks about nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There are going to be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. So this is right here. It's the same. It's parallel. Matthew 24, 7 and 8 is the fourth seal. Where a fourth of the earth will be killed. Okay. Now if we look into... And I'm sorry. I'm turning my pages. If we look into the um matthew 24 9 it says they will deliver you up up to tribulation and kill you and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake okay then go back to revelation 6 um 9 and um it says and when he opened the fifth seal i saw under the altar the souls of the people who had been slain for the word of god and for the testimony which they held okay that's the parallel right there people will be judged and um that's what's going to happen people are going to be killed because they're holding true to what god has said okay and then, since we're in Revelation, we're just gonna go right to Revelation six twelve. This is the sixth seal, people. So, the sixth seal. I'm trying to find it. Paste on my notes. The sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars from the heaven fell to the earth. Okay, that's six twelve. So he says, "I looked." He opened. Um, the sixth seal and behold there was a great earthquake and the sun became black and sackcloth sackcloth of hair and the moon became like blood 13 says and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind so that's going to be compared to Matthew 24 verse 29 so 24, 29, in comparison, says, now the title of this for mine, it basically says, The Coming of the Son of Man. So 24, 9 says, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Okay. Now, we're on the seventh seal. I'm sorry, I'm just gasping because I'm just reading it, and it's like every time when you read it, well, when I read it, I'm like, oh, like it just feels like it's just my heart just, I, I don't want to be here. I'm not going to be here because I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be in the rapture we're going to in heaven. So. I'm just thinking about the people who, who don't know Christ and how bad is it's just not good. It's, you don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. Um, so going back to Matthew 24, 31, this is the seventh seal. It says, and he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his select from the four winds, from one end of earth to the other. Now, if you go to Revelation 8, 6, okay? So 8, 6 says, so the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. Now this, this right here is what I have been waiting for. Not that the other parts wasn't important, but I was like, I first read how, how how okay? So I started researching more. Like, okay, I just gotta know. I gotta know. So now the elect is used in Old Testament and New Testament. And the word elect means chosen. Okay. So if you let me take this back one second, if you look at where it says, um, that's it, sorry so where it says Matthew 24 um, 31, he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect, right his elect, now again elect the word means chosen so in the Old Testament, right I'm just going to show you this, in the Old Testament it is Isaiah 45 Four. So let's go to the Old Testament. I'm sorry, I'm on my laptop trying to talk. Isaiah 45, 4. It says, For, for Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, my elect, I have ca- even called you by your name. I have named you, though you have not known me. Then we look in the New Testament. It's in First Peter one one. Let's see, First Peter one one. It says, "Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersion of Pontus, um, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and." Sorry. It's hard for me to pronounce some of these words. All right. So that's this during this age. Now, also in the New Testament, this is where Jesus spoke. Go to Matthew 24, 22. And 24. He's got dyslexia. I went to 22, 20. Okay. 24, 22. Says, and unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. And then going back to the Old Testament, <laughs> Isaiah 65 22, right? So 65 22 says, They shall not build and another inhabit they shall not plant and another eat as for those days of a tree so shall be the days of my people and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands now this isaiah 65 22 is the glorious new creation so basically what i took you through was the old testament when elect was um, in referencing to God's chosen people, the Jews, right? Again, that was Isaiah 45, 4. Then I took you to this age, like right now, this age, First Peter 1, 1, the church is God's elect. We're the church. This is doing right now. And then in the New Testament, after the church is gone, right? Matthew 24, 22 is... Um, talking about his select okay and then in um the millennium now this is what blew me in the millennium jesus is talking about his select but it was in the old testament this is like prophecy people like you just just gotta see it so isaiah 65 22 it talks about in the millennium so the future okay the future um how he speaks of his select so i found it four times now i'm not saying it's only these four times but that's where i found them these four places okay so that he's speaking about his select so what i would take from this is that jesus told us twice you guys like this was i was like what you just told us twice he told us twice about these seven seals he told us twice about what's to come he's told us now i don't know about you but like when I was younger and my mama told me something once it was like okay mom when she told me twice it was like listen you better did you hear me so that's how I look at it when I when I look at how how God like gives his word how I read something and I see it more than once it's like oh and if you think about it when you read the bible you're gonna find a lot of parallel stories anyway so it's like okay he's serious right he is serious when he's telling you these things and I was just like, I'm sorry guys I hope you're excited as I'm excited because I was like really blown away I had no idea in Matthew 24 that Jesus gave prophecy to the seven seals that's to come that speaks of in the book of Revelation but when when, when I found it, like literally tears came to my eyes and I was just like God, you're so good, like you heard me heard me and he answered me y'all he answered me so quickly and I just I was like at a loss at word I had all I could do was thank him right he is worthy he is so worthy he he deserves he deserves all the praise, it's just God. It's like God over everything, God over over my kids, God over my life, over what I think I should do, it's God, it's like first, hold on, does it line up with the word of God? I don't care, I don't care who is my friend, who is not my friend, like I love you guys, I love people, don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is, it's God over everything for me. I don't care who I gotta lose in my life, I choose God and I choose him wholeheartedly. It's been times in the past where I was kind of like um, riding a fence, right? And I think we've all had those points in our life. And I'm not proud of it. But what I'm basically just trying to say is God's grace and his love for his children. He pulls you back to him and he pulls you back in such a strong way that it's just like, you get convicted, right? The Holy Spirit convicts you when you are tempted. Like, uh-uh, don't, you know, I, I hear that or I hear no, or um, just, I feel it like, mm-mm, now you know, and I think like, I don't even want to do it because then I have to like answer to God for it. And then it's like, do I really love him if I do it? So let me just not do it. Because like when you love God, like you truly, truly love God, you want to please him in everything that you do. From how you how you treat other people, how you how you um, think about other people, how you how you look at a situation. I've asked for God's heart a long time ago, guys. And when I tell you, since I asked for God's heart, I've been so hurt over a lot of things. But I just feel like I just feel like when I ask for God's heart, He he gave it to me because I look at people differently. Um, Not that I was ever like really looking at them harshly, but I look at them in a way like like uh, I don't know what their struggles are. I immediately pray for someone i could be driving down the street and i'm praying for someone that i see as i'm driving you know like i I don't know what the situation is but from what i see it may not be the best of situations so i immediately just start praying for people because i just it just it comes naturally i don't even know and it's again it's not to boast it's like god has been working through me in me on me And when I, when I see people, I immediately just feel like prayer, it's time for prayer. Uh, So many things God has just brought me through. Um, Maybe one day I'll talk about it, but like, it's just so many things God has brought me through sometimes that when something happens, it takes me back to a time where God has saved me or, um, I, you know, didn't have to go through it. It's like, okay. So even for like right now, um I just think about me going through the study and just learning him more and understanding him more. It's like it's such a great love that I have for our savior. I don't even wanna cry, but he's been so good. He's been so so good. Guys, he's been so good. And you just if you don't know him get to know him get to know our risen savior he loves you he loves you he loves you he loves you and um he's just waiting on you because he is not a um one who's just gonna force his way in your life like just think about it he gave you free will you have the choice on if you want to know him because he's right there right it's in his word he's listening He's waiting if you just open your mouth and, and pray, and, 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 and you don't even have to necessarily know. It, it's in the Bible where it says um, the Holy Spirit will intercede for us when we don't know what to say, when we don't know um, the words, right? When we don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf. <sighs> Jesus is awesome. He is amazing. He is lovely. But just as he's all of that great, great stuff, he's a just God. And so the tribulation is him being just, okay? Get to know Jesus while you still can, while you're still breathing, while you have um, the opportunity to know him get to know christ he loves you he wants you saved it is his free gift that he gave us when um, the father sent his son to die on the cross for our sins because the wages for sin is death so no longer When Jesus died on the cross for our sins, no longer did people have to do the animal sacrifices of the shedding of the blood. It was the lamb's blood. He saves. He saves. He saves. He saves. Please get to know God. Get to know your Savior. I am going to end the podcast that um anyone who doesn't know christ please ask him into your heart and believe that he hears you and ask him to lead you you must repent and repent basically just means turning away from sin turning away from the old you and asking him to just come into your life and and lead you that your will is aligned to his will that you do the things that he wants you to do that you um no longer want to be um a part of this world because you see this world is evil this world is so corrupt and i can't wait for my savior's return it's gonna be such an amazing amazing experience such an amazing life and we all know saints that we don't die like we have life eternally with our savior in heaven this like our bodies may die but our souls will live forever with our savior in heaven all right Again, seriously, I'm going to end the podcast. And um, I thank you all for listening. I thank you. I truly do. Share this with anyone and everyone. Until we meet again, if it's not in the clouds. I love you. And trust in Jesus. Always trust in Jesus. Amen. Peace.